Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. Be honest. What do you think about garage sales? Do they make you cringe? Do you get excited when you go and wake up early and head to a garage sale weekend? How do you feel about them? The reason I'm asking you this question is because I know in the last couple of years, garage sales in the reselling market has gotten kind of a bad rap. There has been a lot of innovation around reselling apps and resell marketplaces, which I love, but as a whole and as a society, whenever... I talk about garage sales, I usually get a little bit of a cringe effect or factor or commentary. Now, you all know that I'm all about the data, so I have not officially made a survey or compiled any official information about how people feel about garage sales, but this has been my own take being in the industry, where when I talk to a client and I say, hey, maybe you're a good candidate to host a garage sale. I kind of get this little pushback of, ooh, I don't know. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. Uh, Nobody wants my trash. And I get that kind of feeling. Now, I'm assuming that there will be a couple of you who were attracted to this episode because you are garage sale pros and you know your stuff. So obviously, I'm not talking necessarily to you, but I hope you will stick around because we are going to talk about some tips and some observations that I have seen being in the organizing world that hopefully will help you as well. But as a whole, as a society, I think especially here in the US, we just don't really have a very positive connotation to garage sales. It's usually the people are getting rid of their stuff because they're downsizing and it's it's looked upon as it's somebody else's trash. And it's not always the case. And so we're going to talk about the pros and the cons. We're going to talk about my observations of what I have seen, some of the successful garage sales that I have been a part of and that I put together and give you some tips for you to consider if maybe garage selling is the right avenue for you in your organizing journey. Okay, so let's get started with a little bit of the garage sale 101 and what it is. Uh, A garage sale is, in this terminology, we're talking about the reselling of items that you already possess. So they could be brand new items you're reselling, maybe you never used them, or they could be used and you are now um, getting rid of them for whatever reason. So this is a sale that you have personally put together. This is not like a company, brick and mortar. This isn't a store. This is a personal reselling of items in your possession. So if you're interested in the history of where garage and yard sales came about, it's a term that we use here, especially in the U.S., where you hold, like I said, those sales in the privacy of your own home, your garage, if you will, something that came about in the 19, around the 1970s where garages um, were starting to be more popularized and you could, like the 60s, 70s, and you would host the sales in your yard. Before that, they were called rummage sales, and those were mostly held by charities, churches, and groups like that that would then sell the items to benefit their association or their nonprofit. Uh, And even prior to that, there is some history, which we can dive into on another episode, but there's some history there with uh, it being a nautical term from rummage, which was the cargo that was packed in to the hold of a ship. And the rummage sales at that time were held at the docks 
in the cargo that was unclaimed or damaged would then be sold at a discounted rate. And they were that was the rummage. And then from there, it just became the garage sale. So one thing led to another. So it's a little bit of a fun history for you and for you history buffs. And I also wanted to shed light on the history of it because as most anything, things have evolved. But this one in particular, this type of sale really has stuck to its roots, right? It's things that are no longer needed, wanted, that are being sold for the fra- for a fraction of their, their original price. And that's the beauty of this type of sale. The seller is getting rid of items that are no longer used to them. And the buyer feels like they're getting a good deal. And in today's age that we're keeping items out of the landfill, so it's a win-win when you host these types of sales. Now there's cons to it and I'm not saying that a garage sale is for everyone, which we will explain some of the pros and cons, who is a right fit for this type of event, but as a whole, it's supposed to be a win-win for all parties. And the reason I am a big fan of this type of sale in an organizing journey is because there is that win-win factor. It is an emotional win for the seller knowing that the items are going to a new home where the item will actually be used. Many of our clients, especially if you um, are more, you have more hoarding tendencies and you're emotionally attached to items, you can't let go of something or the items that are accumulated in your home, in your household, in your space, because there is this fear that you didn't get to use it or that it was a waste of time or money or effort purchasing the item. Uh, Or if it is an emotional, maybe family heirloom, that you are breaking the tradition of keeping that item alive and there's a lot of guilt associated with it. So to relieve that guilt a little bit, when you know that it's going to a good home and for someone that actually will be using it, it becomes a win for you, the seller or the person who will be selling the item. And that contributes to long-lasting organizing and long-lasting decluttering habits because it gives you that really good feeling. Now, on the other end, for the seller, they, of course, feel like it's a win because they got something that was much better priced. They know they're keeping it out of the landfill. And so it just becomes a really good understanding between the parties that it was a good day to buy the item and then, you know, to buy and sell. So it's a win-win. So let's talk about the pros of having a garage sale. So I already talked about the emotional pro, which is finding a better home, the next home for the item. But this is a great opportunity to declutter and organize your living space. It allows you to go through your space, open boxes maybe that you have not opened in a really long time. So it gives you that chance to declutter and organize. The other is it gives you a chance to make some extra money by selling the items that you no longer need and are taking up space. Now, what kind of money you will get for the item will vary on what you're trying to sell. I have a whole blog post, which I will link into the show notes, and you can um, also download our checklist on how to um, have a successful garage sale. So in one of those uh, points on that list and in the blog post talks about Yes, making extra money, but also being realistic about what you're selling, getting some second opinions, asking friends, going online and seeing what something is worth. Because just because something, um, even if it's a brand new item and you bought it for a hundred dollars and you think that you, you know, it's never been used, it's brand new, the person who is buying it does not have the same emotional attachment to that item. So 
what you are going to make on that item is probably not what you think you will. So just be smart about that. But you will make some extra money and that item sitting in your basement or your closet is probably not making you any money. So, you know, this is one of the other pros. Big disclaimer here, we are not talking about uh, collectibles or valuables. Some of you are professional collectible uh, collectors or people that know what something is worth. And if that's you, then you understand that, you know, you're storing it for the long term uh, value. So that's a whole that's a whole nother episode. This is just talking about everyday items. Some of the other added benefits, which for some of you, you may like, for some of you, you may not, uh, and there is a way around it, but I think it's a pro. And that's the engagement with the local community and the potential to meet new people. Um, a garage sale is a great way for you to meet your neighbors. Um, and maybe even if you're not social, this could be a really good opportunity to hear, you know, see, get some recommendations on where to donate things. Where can I sell this? Is there a better place? Maybe someone will tell somebody that you have a thing that they needed. So that engagement really helps you um, get rid of your stuff and find new homes for your things. Now, this is my favorite, this next pro, and that's the sustainable practice of recycling and reusing items rather than throwing them away. I This is my favorite. This is very close to my heart. I host an annual community garage sale here in my neighborhood. I've actually have done garage sales for many, many years. I've also done them for clients, but this is one of the number one reasons why I love doing this. And it's finding new homes for things that may have ended up in the landfill. And like I said, it's a win-win. People feel like they're getting a good deal. And to me, it just, it's my way of contributing to the uh, keeping items away from just laying in landfills forever and ever when I know sometimes it can go to better homes. This next tip is not for everyone, but I added it as a pro because I know some of you get a thrill out of this. I will say that I am not one of these people. So if you are listening to this next tip and you're like, nope, that's not me, I hear you because I feel the same. But it's the process and getting that and getting the thrill of negotiating and negotiating prices. I know some of you live for this, especially as a buyer. If you enjoy going to garage sales and that thrill of getting a good bargain, oh my gosh, I know that that goes a long way. So if you enjoy that piece of it, you know, somebody saying, I'll give you $2 for it and you say a dollar and then you meet in the middle for $1.50 and you think that that's a win because you thought you were going to get 50 cents out of it and that's like a win for everybody. I get it. So I did add it as a pro because I know a lot of you really enjoy that part. And if you've never done a garage sale before, try it out and see if you like it, you know, and if you don't, then there's plenty of tips uh, that I talk about over on the blog page, on the blog post that I mentioned earlier that will be in the show notes, but you don't necessarily have to negotiate. You can put up a sign that says, you know, it's non-negotiable. You can put price tags on things and you can just let people know that is what it is. Now, there is a little bit of a subculture and an understanding that in garage sales and flea markets and things like that, um, in the resale market in general, that there is room for a bargain or just to, you know, offer another price. So just know that there's a little bit of that norm, but you certainly don't have to say yes. And you can absolutely put in your ads and in your uh, signs and in your pricing that it's non-negotiable. Okay, so now let's switch over to the cons of having and hosting a garage sale. Now, these aren't necessarily negative things, but just things for you to consider. Um, 
So I added them as a con because they're important to note in that this, one of these cons may be the reason that a garage sale may not be right for you. Okay, so one of them is the time, the most important. It's the time and the effort involved in planning, organizing, and promoting this this type of sale. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I have hosted community garage sales, which also, if you're interested in having something like that, I do have resources for you down in the show notes. Uh, but if you're having an individual, like a personal commun- uh, garage sale, it still takes some time and effort, right? You have to plan a little bit. You have to plan the date, um, set time for that date. And once you announce that date, because people need to know that you're having one, um, then you, you know, you're basically committing yourself to that that time, that date that you told people that you were going to be there. And in addition to that, then there's a little bit of the planning. Even if you're not a planner and you're just more of a fly by the seat of your pants type of person, you just grab and sell, you, there's still a little bit of planning because you you just, you know, you have to go grab the stuff and take it out uh, and, you know, and put it up on tables or, or just on your driveway or wherever area of your, in front of your house. So there's a bit of time and effort involved. And that is something that only you know if you have time and the ability for. We recorded an episode here that could help you um, where we talk about things to consider when you're outsourcing. So should you do it yourself or should you outsource it? And that is a great episode if you're contemplating if doing this type like a garage sale is right for you. I'll put that in the show notes as well. The next one is all about the weather, something that you really just can't help. I put it as a con because it makes people nervous, um, not knowing what will happen, like, you know, finding that perfect date that's like the most beautiful weather, not too hot, not too cold. Um, But it's it's not under your control. And you can plan as much as possible. Uh, knowing that you know you wherever you live, maybe you know your weather patterns, and you know that it's just better to have it in June, maybe to have it in August, um, whatever it may be. Only you know that, but just know that if the weather is not great, you do need to make alternative arrangements. Especially if you're you did a lot of pre planning, like advertisement, uh, like you set up your tables ahead of time, and you did all of that. Uh, like I said, I do have a list of all like how to have a really good successful. Uh, garage sale and it talks about the pre-planning process. So there's effort involved in that. And if you get rained out or something to that effect, well, now you have to make some plans for another date. And if that makes you a little bit nervous, then, or you have to have the garage sale that weekend because you're moving the weekend after, then that is something that um, you may not love and something that you just need to consider. The next one is about an emotional con. And this is a tip that I just, I give in that I wanted to talk about because this could happen, especially if you've never done a garage sale before. And that's the possible disappointment if items don't sell or they don't get the price that you want. So that is a con. If you're an emotionally attached person, that may surprise you that when you somebody tells you they'll give you, you know, a dollar for it and you bought it for a hundred dollars or it's a family heirloom and you could potentially feel almost whether embarrassed and or you may get defensive over it, then a garage sale may not be right for you because people there are trying to get a bargain and it's not personal to you, but you may feel that way. So if you're in a sensitive emotional place, a garage sale may not be right for you right now 
or for those items that you feel very emotionally connected to because, well, you know, the people that are trying to buy it are in a different place. They don't feel your emotions. So that's another con for you to think about. I feel like this one can be worked around as long as you prepare yourself that that may happen. But I also understand that many of you have items that would be very difficult or you would find offensive if somebody offered you much less than what you thought you were going to. So, you know, keep that in mind. The last tip is all about getting people to come to your garage sale and potentially having the disappointment of not having enough people come to your sale. Um, so that's not even about that you can't even sell things. This is about people are not even coming or stopping by. And especially if you're not in a highly visible place or corner or house or you know area, then if you don't have a good strategy of getting people to come to the sale, then they won't even be able to buy because they don't even know you're there. And so that could be a con. If you don't have a good strategy on uh, advertising for this or a good reach, then, or a good reach of somehow, whether it's through your social media that you're just, if you feel uncomfortable about posting or you don't know how to do it, that may be a con for you because if not enough people, not not enough traffic comes through your sale, through your garage sale, then there's no way that they know that you're even there. And that might be disappointing. Now, I do have some tips in that blog post that I just talked about, about uh, trying to avoid that piece. Because, so I don't necessarily think it's a con as long as you're prepare, prepared. If during your sale, you find your, if you did not go, uh, do a good enough job advertising, or you just didn't have the time, or or honestly, it was just a bad day and people are not walking by your neighborhood and therefore not seeing your sale, there's a couple of alternatives um, that you have and that you can turn this event into a positive because you can just take pictures of the stuff that's out there already and post them on online social media platforms, marketplaces like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and, Mar- and Poshmark. I have a whole list of online resellers that you can post it to. So even if that becomes the downside of you having the garage sale and you just don't get enough traffic, use it as a moment of exposure because everything's probably out in the sunshine, right? Outside, good lighting. Just take pictures and post them on social media. Like I said, all these other marketplaces and still get some good usage of the time that it took for you to put this together. So that could definitely be turned around if you have, um, if you're a little bit prepared. So to end our episode today, I wanted to share some feedback that I received from a neighbor. She was one of the participants in our community garage sale this year. And it was just really heartwarming to me um, what she said. So let me let me read it to you. For our first and last garage sale, it was so great. Now, in parentheses here, I just got to sh- share with you, they are moving to their forever home. So in theory, this would be their last garage sale. And they had never hosted one before. So last and first. Then she continues. Enjoyed meeting neighbors we never knew. Everything is gone. Planned to make a run to the local charity, but gave everything away at the garage sale. So many happy faces. We love that some of our treasures found new homes and a new life. Hope the community continues this tradition. And for the sake of our landfills, this was a great idea. Great lesson to teach the next generation. Hugs. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing. Happy organizing.